Rob Bro. He's your sports bro at KKAM.com and the Talk 1340 Talk 103.9 News, Money, Sports. I am the host. You are the co-host. You can text in 806-855-3712. Texas Independence Day. You can keep giving your favorite Texas athletes of all time. Let's go off the radar a bit. Give me some off the radar best Texas athletes, whether they were from Texas, played somewhere in Texas. Had a brief respite of time in Texas, whatever you want to say. Favorite Texas athletes of all time in favor of Texas Independence Day. And anything else you want to get into, it is the Rob Rose Show, Talk 103.9, Power Ranking Thursday, the final show of the week for me. Uh, Ryan Hyatt has suspended the Rob Rose Show tomorrow, um, and I believe as he was leaving, he suspended it on Monday as well. So we're going to have to deal with that. I'll be back on Tuesday. Now, that's what I get for saying I don't mind Texas Tech going to the NIT. Uh, the tyrannical Ryan Hyatt ranting and raving today about the NIT and not wanting to go. I don't mind it. I don't mind the NIT. I think you can look at the NIT and say, obviously, it's not the NCAA tournament. I don't think you look at the NIT and say, wow, we really did something. I don't look at the NIT like some people look at bowls and say, that's ah, a reward. But in some strange way, and looking at the opposite of what Hyatt was saying on the Raiderland, he was saying just end it and start the offseason. I'm saying let's extend it as long as we can and maybe you force some hands here to stay or not stay. Same ending, different route. Uh, this texture, I don't, I don't remember this one. Uh, oh, this was on the uh, Rob Bro. Are you talking about McDonald's? You USC? Uh, yeah, because I called it red and yellow. I guess it's also not how you spell my name, but that's okay. I forgive you. I forgive you, texture. 806-855-3712. You can text in. Uh, we will be power ranking the Big 12 today. Uh, I guess this will be the final Big 12 regular season power rankings. 
I think we skipped last week's power rankings because of what was going on, but uh, we will get back into it today. Uh, the Texas Tech Red Raiders near the bottom. Near the bottom. Um, we can also power rank maybe some Texas athletes. We can power rank the food options from yesterday's show that are going to be at the Big 12 tournament. We will power rank opportunities for Texas Tech baseball to play in major league parks. Uh, in fact, we'll do that right now. A, I like the college showcase, the State Farm Classic there in Arlington. I like that it's the first weekend of the season. You start on the road. You start in an event. It's fascinating to do. I would love for Texas Tech to do that every year, especially if it's some good SEC teams. I like that. I like the SEC Big 12 Challenge style. It wasn't quite that this year or last year Michigan was there, but that's number one for me. Number two, this Minute Maid Classic. I like the Minute Maid feel. I like the Shriners Classic. You've been here several times. This will be my first time to ever go to Minute Maid. Very excited. Uh, I booked a hotel to go down there and was trying to book a certain hotel and I got a hotel. I looked at my confirmation yesterday. I, I got the wrong address. So we'll figure it out when we get there. I don't know exactly what hotel I'm going to, but we'll figure it out. Uh, but that would be number two for me, especially in the state of Texas, especially for Texas Tech, especially if A&M, Rice, and again, Michigan. Why does Michigan keep showing up? Is Michigan obsessed with us or something? I don't know. And then we'll go for the third option. This is a little unconventional. But I'm going to go... Let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the one in Frisco first. The one at Dr. Pepper Ballpark. And then I'll go to the Round Rock Classic. So, Rangers... Ballpark, Globe Life, Minute Maid, Dr. Pepper Ballpark, Double A Park, but it's good. And then moving on. If Texas Tech and Oklahoma want to continue the Red Dirt Series, here's what I would love to happen. I would love for it to be a four-team, two-day, midweek extravaganza and let's say you get Oklahoma, Arizona, Texas Tech, and I don't know who else. New Mexico State. <laughs> Maybe somebody better. Meet in Amarillo the weekend before Big 12 play or whenever you want. Play on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. Because you've played two games against Oklahoma at Hodgetown. And maybe when Oklahoma goes to the SEC, you just continue with Oklahoma. But I would like for that to be more of a... You don't have to do a full three-team. Unless you want to do it on a weekend. And make it the Hodgetown Classic. And have Texas Tech be the the anchor in that thing. I mean, if you're doing it at Dr. Pepper Ballpark and you're doing Round Rock Classics, no, no reason you shouldn't be able to do one at Hodgetown, right? So we'll call the Red Dirt Rivalry Classic uh, 
or whatever they call it. We'll call that number five just to round out the power ranking, but I would like to see that developed a little bit. That would be awesome. That would be really fun. Even if it was earlier in the year and a weekend and you wanted to bring in six teams, surely Amarillo could handle that, right? Surely the city of Amarillo could handle that. And you've got uh, 6,000 seats. Even if it was an opportunity, like, would you rather play Central? I did it again. Would you rather play uh, Western Illinois four times or get some variety and play in Amarillo three straight days with maybe at least one other Power Five in there? Even if it was just Texas Tech and Arizona, and those were the two Power Fives, and then you got Grand Canyon and New Mexico and Rice, whoever, Abilene Christian, whatever it is, that would be awesome. Fairly localized. You could do it every year. That'd be awesome. And that wouldn't be in place of anything else. You just do that also. So go to a major league park, play at Hodgetown. I'm in. Uh, this off the text line, I think Texas Tech will win it all in the NIT if they go. But in the end of the day, oh, that's the one from earlier. If you're not first, you're last. Uh, Deion Sanders is one of the greatest to play in Texas. The guy played baseball and football, offense and defense, won a couple Super Bowls. He won one with the Dallas. And the high step was just something to see back in the day. Prime time. His run with Baltimore is one of the most forgotten uh, athletic finishes of all time, huh? Here's this, too. Um, th- I don't know why I just thought of this. But Deion Sanders went to Baltimore. And I think he ended up playing safety opposite Ed Reed for a, a big stretch of his final year or two in Baltimore. If he even made it two years. If the Cowboys trade for Jalen Ramsey, which was talked about and he wants a new deal and you give it to him and you let him play corner opposite of Diggs. first of all people have to throw at Diggs more which would up his interceptions again but also <sighs> Jalen Ramsey could play safety in three years four years Like a high-level corner is one of those guys where I do not mind giving him a big contract because you can always move him back in the defense. Even if he loses a step or two, he would still absolutely have the ball skills and the athleticism to play safety. I think that would be a great move for Dallas, personally. Uh, Also today, you know what, let's take the break. Uh, But I have a quote from Mike McCarthy 
which should make me happy. But I think we need to have a discussion of, or, or I just need to look inward maybe a little bit. I need to look inside myself and ask, will you ever be happy, Rob? Will you ever believe in something again? Are you are you calloused? Are you scarred? Is your heart done? Because there were some quotes from Mike McCarthy that should make me happy that I bristled at this morning. I need to take an inward look. We'll do it together when I come back. It's Rob Bro Show Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Welcome back. It's Rob Rose Show Talk 103.9 News. Bunny Sports. Let's go to the text line real quick. Uh, this is a, an, unna- <laughs> an unnamed... I mean, I know who it's from, but it's an unnamed power ranking. I'm guessing this might be movie food. Power ranking the best movie snacks. I, I'm I'm just describing a name to this. I don't know what it is. If it is movie snacks, I'm upset. I'm very upset if it's movie snacks. I don't. I've never said this on air. I don't think. And I, I apologize if anyone in the control room is one of these people. But pickles in movies should not be a thing. If you're chomping on one of those big old pickles beside me in a movie, I hate you. I physically emotionally hate you if you have a full-sized giant cucumber pickled with just gross I love I love pickles but eating a giant pickles an auditory and physical sensation I do not want near me in a movie they sh- and then and then you have the bag of juice that you're opening it sprays everywhere and I smell it you smell it the whole movie and maybe I was scarred in the in my youth uh, from having to watch a guy manhandle a pickle during a movie, but that's not something that should be sold in movie theaters. Anyways, back to the texture. Uh, popcorn with butter, Twizzlers, a pizza slice, pickles, hot dogs. I've never had a hot dog in a movie, but my nephew, is that's his go-to. A hot dog in a movie. I, I don't know. Maybe this is uh, the Minute Maid... Go to this texter loves Minute Maid. I don't know. I don't know. Pickles. Pickles in public. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I just don't want to hear you eating the pickle during I don't like talking. I don't I I have ADD, I think it's undiagnosed, but people walking around. If I know it's gonna like if I go to let's say Alamo, I'm prepared. But I went to a comedy show at Buddy Holly, and nobody sat down the entire th- – everybody's just going to get drinks the whole time. I couldn't focus on the comedian. 
It doesn't help that the comedian also, I think, had ADD and was not prepared. It was Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn was great, but every five minutes after one of his bits, he'd just be like, "Ah, what do you want to talk about now?" Like he 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 didn't have a he didn't have a set prepared, which is fine. Maybe he's uh, early on in his touring, getting ready for a special, but. Uh, this texture, best minor league ballparks, the Isotopes, Bricktown, PNC Field in Harrisburg, Momentum Bank Ballpark in Midland. Uh, this texture, my brother and sister are seeing Craig Ferguson in Dallas on Friday. I did not know Craig Ferguson was touring. That'd be a good one. I don't think I've ever seen Craig Ferguson stand up. I just know him from the Late Late Show. I bet he's hilarious. I I I'm a big stand-up guy. I like stand-up comedy. Power ranking current comedians working right now. Ooh, uh, I'm a big Tom Segura fan. I like Burt Kreischer podcasts. <laughs> uh, I I haven't loved his specials. But I really enjoyed him live at Buddy Holly. He was really good live. I like Nate Bargatze. I think Taylor Tomlinson would be in my top five right now. She's funny. I was unprepared. Um, I'd have to think of more. Chappelle. Did I say that already? Chappelle, Chappelle's my favorite comic. And Theo Vaughn is a funny dude, but I can't take him more than like 10 minutes. Uh, the Craig Ferguson texter, two drink minimum with an 18% service charge for tickets to see Craig. Wow. I think to see Craig, Robbins, uh, Craig Ferguson, you'd have to have a two drink minimum. Uh, back to the text line. Power ranking places I'd visit before I go watch Texas Tech in the NIT. <laughs> uh, number five, the Galveston Beach, so I can drop, dive headfirst into that beautiful Brown Bay. Number four, a UT tailgate. Number three, the city of Orlando without the wife or kids surrounded by Twitter UCF fans. Number two, Midnight Yell at Kyle Field. Oh, man. Uh, number one, the proctologist. This texter would rather go to the proctologist just to visit uh, than watch Texas Tech in the NIT. Another texter, Taylor Tomlinson, is hot. Okay. What were we going to get into before I started ranting about pickles? Oh, Mike McCarthy. Man, that pickle thing nearly derailed the entire show. I've been bottling that up. I didn't really know I hated it so much until I started talking about it. I think it really is just the sound, too. The sound of a, a person eating a pickle right beside me in a movie. It just takes me out of the movie. All right, this is uh, Mike McCarthy via, via John Machota. Beat writer for the Dallas Cowboys. McCarthy says, I've been where Kellen has been. 
talking about Kellen Moore, the former offensive coordinator in Dallas. Kellen wants to light up the scoreboard. But I want to run the damn ball so I can rest my defense. That's Mike McCarthy on being offensive play caller this season. As an RTDB aficionado, as a man who loves complimentary football, as a human being that prides myself on old school mentality in football, I should love that Mike McCarthy wants to run the ball. But here's what I think of when I think of Mike McCarthy wanting to rest the defense. I think back to this season where there were just full quarters of Zeke Elliott running the dive, completely stalling the offense, completely taking Dak Prescott out of the game. especially after the offense was already cooking to go back to the run, you still have to be creative. You still have to use play action. You can't just run the ball. And if it's not working, don't do it. My preferred offensive system is to find what's working in the first quarter and do that. Until they stop it. And really in a dream world, you'll be able to game plan something that will work immediately and do that until they stop it. But I I, I should be happy. I should be happy that it's Mike McCarthy's dream to be able to run the damn ball But if that's re-signing Tony Pollard and using Zeke Elliott half the time, I'm out. I'm out on Mike McCarthy until, until it works. And I don't think it will. I don't. And again, maybe I need to look inward and say, Rob... Would you rather the Cowboys go in and get good or will it ever be good enough until they win the Super Bowl for you? Can you find the joy in the little things, Rob? I don't know if I can anymore with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, This texter, did you see the NFL Players Association give F ratings to the Arizona Cardinals? Makes a whole lot of sense, especially them charging players for meals. I have seen this. I have it pulled up. We are going to talk about it because I also want to talk about Kansas City and their rankings. Um, the the nutrition aspect. So we'll talk about this when we come back. We'll hit the break here. But the NFLPA, uh, in an effort to, I guess, help players in free agency, did... Uh, I guess surveys of all the players and gave them criteria, including nutrition and weight staff and and like weight tr- 
weight training staff, the weight room, the facilities, the treatment of families. So you can look at this guide and really decide where you want to go play and not just focus on the money, I guess. And the results to me, some of them are shocking. And some of them are like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes total sense. Uh, by the way, the Cowboys, free agency destination. So that makes me feel a little bit better. Uh, or worse, maybe, that they can't get big free agents. Uh, Rob Rocho rolls on after this on Talk 103.9 News, Money Sports. Welcome back. It's Rob Rocho, Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Uh, here's a power ranking. The top five King of the Hill characters. Number five, Lucky. Number four, Dale. Dale Gribble. Oh, what is his rusty... Oh, oh come on. We'll get there. Hold on. What is his alias? I need his alias. I can't think of it. Uh, number three, Ladybird. Number two, Boomhauer. Number one, Hank. Solid. Solid, solid, solid. Let's get into the NFL Players Association. Rusty Shackelford. There it is. Uh... The, the, the players, the NFL, okay. I just, this baffles me, some of this stuff, okay? First of all, it baffles me they've never done this before. This is the first time I've ever seen it. And I believe this is the first time they've ever done it. Uh, colleges are so focused on facilities that sometimes I just forget or assume that the NFL must have better facilities because they're the NFL. But according to the survey, there are a lot of teams that have terrible facilities and don't give you great nutrition plans or whatever else. The New Orleans Saints, an F- minus on food and nutrition, tied for last. The most common concern for Saints players is the cafeteria, as they are only one of three teams in the NFL that do not provide three meals a day to their players. And the food is rated as the fourth worst in the NFL. 93% of players believe that owner Gail Benson is willing to spend money to upgrade the facility and improve things, ranking them 16th overall in this category. Let's go to the Arizona Cardinals because a lot of people blamed Cliff, right? Cliff stinks. No, the Arizona Cardinals, and I hope Grande Pollo is or is not listening. I'm not sure which I believe here, but the Cardinals are a terrible franchise. <coughs> Sorry, I got emotional there. A terrible franchise. 
a poverty franchise, whatever you want to call it. The treatment of families, F. Food service, F minus. Weight room, F minus. Everyone loves their strength coaches. They got an A there. I think everyone else did too, almost. Training room, F minus. Training staff, B plus, but tied for 22nd. Everybody has a good training staff. Locker room, F. 31st in the NFL. Team travel, tied for 12th. The Arizona Cardinals rank second to last in their overall score among 32 NFL clubs. The locker room does not have the confidence that owner Michael Bidwell is even willing to invest to upgrade. He ranks lowest in that category. They have the worst ranked weight room. Some players feel it's a safety hazard. They have an outdated training room and locker room. And a policy of deducting dinner from players' paychecks should players want to get food from the facility. You have to pay the Cardinals to eat. The consistent sentiment in players' responses was that ownership does not provide high-quality workplace facilities. If you go to Alabama and get drafted to the Cardinals, listen carefully. If you go to Alabama and get drafted to the Cardinals, you get worse facilities. And you could probably... You, you might have better facilities at Texas Tech than the Arizona Cardinals do. Especially after they rebuild the locker rooms and, and facilities that were brand new. You can go to prison and have three squares and a decent weight room. Let's read the Cowboys real quick because I do also want to get to the Kansas City Chiefs, who I thought ranked pretty poorly. The Dallas Cowboys ranked fifth best in the team guide. As you would expect for a team that is ranked high, most of what was reviewed was top-notch. Mike McCarthy sets aside time every week for his players to recover, making him one of the most well-liked coaches in the league. Uh, 96% of the team believes that Jerry Jones is willing to invest to make facilities better with an investment into more staff in the training room and better travel accommodations. The Cowboys would climb even higher next year. Team travel is the worst, allegedly, uh, uh, among the rest. The locker room tied for first. Uh, treatment of facil- uh, families tied for first or first, period. Food service nutrition tied for first. Weight room tied for first. Strength coaches tied for first. Uh, the training room is the only one that people really wanted to uh, move up on. Uh, the Cowboys trainers grade highly. They just wish there were more training staff. Uh, and they are one of seven teams in the NFL that does not offer players first class seats for travel. So there it is. Coaches and staff sit up front. Players sit in coach seats both before and after they play. Well, isn't that the worst? (laughs) 
Oh, man. Jerry will spend the money, though. It, Jerry knows now. He'll spend the money. Uh, just for fun, let's go through the Kansas City Chiefs because I, I think that this is an interesting – like the Chiefs are good, right? You expect the Cardinals, who suck, to be one of the worst franchises, but the, the, the Chiefs have been good. They've been good for a long time. They're 27th. 27th in people believing that they'll upgrade and 29th in the guide. 29th. Treatment of families, a B. Food service, nutrition, a D plus. Weight room, a C plus. 22nd. They have good strength coaches. It seems like everybody does. I think everybody loves them. Training staff, D minus, 32nd. And the feedback on the training room was notable. Player respondents called for a more welcoming environment. Several players had negative opinions about Rick Burkholder, the head trainer. He does not treat players fairly or consistently with personal care. Players' responses showed that treatment of players also falls well below other clubs across the NFL. For example, the Chiefs are one of six teams that make certain players have roommates, and less than 50% of players feel they have enough room on to be comfortable on flights. Now, a lot of this, in all honesty, a lot of this, if I was reading this and really assessing it. A lot of it is spoiled professional athletes feel like they need to be coddled, right? But when it is a league and everyone is able to do the same thing, roughly, it matters. If it comes down to Kansas City, in Las Vegas, and a player doesn't care about winning a Super Bowl as much as providing for his family, there are a lot of guys like that in the NFL, you're going to lose out those free agents. Now, you could argue you only want guys who want to win championships in Kansas City, and they'll come regardless, and maybe that's true. But to be ranked 29th? Does that bode well for when Andy Reid leaves and you don't have one of the best coaches in the NFL anymore? A great coach can overcome a bad franchise. It's also amazing that this front office and this coaching staff, now I know they have Patrick Mahomes, but are doing what they're doing with this as their report card. It almost makes it even more incredible. Almost. Uh, Other teams that look pretty good, uh, the Buffalo Bills are a destination. 
the Raiders are a destination. The Bears are a destination. The Packers are, but they're not going to spend any money. The Texans, good marks across the way. Uh, and then the Vegas Raiders. If I was a free agent, I would sign with the Las Vegas Raiders, to be honest. Maybe. If not the Dallas Cowboys. I know everybody would want me, but uh, the Dolphins rank high. The Eagles rank high. The Vikings have A's in everything. I would assume the Vikings were number one. A hundred percent of the players feel like uh, Ziggy Wolf is willing to spend the money too. If only they had a better uh, quarterback. Treatment of families second, food, nutrition fifth, weight room fifth, first, and everything else travel fourth. Wow. I guess the only thing I would like to know on this is what exactly goes into the nutrition aspect. But it is quite incredible that the Chiefs are so bad, the Cardinals are so bad, the Cowboys, I feel like, have improved this over the last five or six years. And I guarantee you, once Jerry Jones reads this, he'll double the training staff. I wonder if that's one of those, well, y'all didn't tell me before. Of course I will. All right, let's uh, take the break here. When we come back, the final segment, the Rob Bro Show, Talk 103.9 News, Money Sports. Welcome back. Texter Clark Hunt worries more about making his uh, or paying for his daughter to look great on Instagram. She is an Instagram star. Hi, bro. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine, too, man. Thank you. Uh, what are you doing to celebrate Texas Independence Day? Are you going to have some Shiner Beer, Rohino Barbecue, and spin Red Dirt Music for today's Hasty Show? Uh, I will not be around for Hasty Show, but I will pass that along to Nick. Nicholas, sweet young Nicholas. Uh, I gave up beer for Lent, so I will not be having any Shiner. Definitely would eat Rohino barbecue today, though. And celebrate Texas like the best. Uh, and thank you. I'm, I'm doing well, too. Uh, Rob, quick power rankings of teams. Texas Tech men's basketball couldn't beat this year. <laughs> Oh, man. I, you know, this is unfair a little bit, maybe, but we'll read it. And number five, the Hoosiers from the movie. Uh, whatever high school team that was. Number four, the 2003 LCAA nine-year-old all-star team. I was on some LCAA teams. I didn't know they did uh, all-stars in LCAA. 
That could just be uh, an indication of what I was as an athlete as a young child. My season ended when the season ended. Uh, the team from the movie Rebound. I don't think I've seen that movie. Uh, the TCU Horn Frogs, yes, lost to him twice. And then a team of just my grandmother. Your grandmother. Uh, Shirley was an athletic freak, so good for her. Even dead. Top five newer scary movies. Uh, Hereditary, Smile, Us, Violent Night, Get Out. I enjoyed Get Out. I did not see Violent Night. I want to. Uh, Us, I have not seen. Smile, I have not seen. Hereditary, I have not seen. I'm not anti-scary movie. I watched so many scary movies in college that I just kind of was done with them for a while. <laughs> uh, also, there are way more bad scary movies than good ones. So maybe now that I have this list, because I do like a, I prefer a tense thriller to like horror or jump scares or any of that stuff. Unless it's dragged me to hell, that is the funniest movie I've ever seen. And again, this is just me. Uh, I don't get scared in movies as much as I just like am pulled out of them and, and laugh at them. Uh, are we sure it's just, it's not just Jackson Mahomes complaining about how well they're taking care of family members? Well, I believe they only, you know what it could be? It could be other players complaining that Jackson Mahomes gets preferential treatment instead of their family. Top wins over TCU since Cactus Emoji. Uh, the Lady Raiders... Number one, they beat them twice, the sweep. Uh, the Big 12 championships in track and field. TCU had 140 less points. Uh, and I think, not because there aren't a bunch of wins, but I, I'll just do those two. And also because there's not a bunch of wins. It's the Rob Rose Show. I'm out. I'm going to Houston. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. We'll try to call in tomorrow during the Rice game. If you want to preview Texas Tech baseball this weekend, be sure to listen to the Ryan Hyatt Raiderland tomorrow. Of course, that game will be underway. You can also listen to the Dinger Derby podcast, members of the Staking the Plains content network. I'm Rob Rowe. I'll be Rob Rowe. We'll see you then. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.